Hey friends, Pastor Joe Barlow here. Many of you remember about a year ago that the Lord spoke to my heart after 16 years of pastoring to actually step aside. And I wanted to share that. I felt like it was important at this time to go ahead and share that story with you. So I wanted to take this episode of the podcast and share that. So here's, uh, it's, the audio is from a video that I made and put up on YouTube. Some, some of you might've heard it, but it's pretty supernatural what God did to bring about this change. Because in order for me to give up the pastorate, I had to be really convinced and God did some cool things to show me that this really was him speaking. Now that the transition is done and my kids have taken over the church, Danny, my son-in-law, and Natalie, uh, his wife, and my son Andrew as the senior leaders of the church, things are going great. They've already purchased a building. But I want you to hear this story of transition. So here we go. About a month ago, maybe uh, the third week of July, there was a interesting thing that happened. In one week, three mentors left my life. Now, there was this couple that used to uh, mentor us in parenting. And for 26 years, they've been mentoring us in parenting. And they're, they're, they've always been a blessing to us. Well, on Sunday night of that week, uh, they, they had, they had uh, a big party because they had, he had retired, they sold their house, and then they bought a big honking motorhome and off they're going. So they had a party to say goodbye to everybody. So Nancy and I went to the party and they prayed for us. It was great seeing them, of course, it was awesome. But then they're gone, there they go. Next, on Thursday of that week, um, the owner of the building that where we have church, he uh, uh, sold the building, but that guy, you know, he's a real estate developer, but he's also a Bible teacher. And he and I really had some great fellowship. And he would speak into my life just slightly, but really impactful words for me. And so Thursday of that week, he sold the building. So there he goes. Now, Friday of that week, um, my brother Vince and his wife, Marianne, uh, they had a party, uh, a going away party, because they sold their house. Now, my brother, who's kind of my spiritual father, he led me to the Lord when I was 11 years old. Um, and when I came to Chicago back in 1980 to go to school, my brother was here with his wife and kids. Uh, and it was always great to be with them, uh, you know, for weekends or holidays or whatever. And uh, so they've always been there for me. And But they, they felt led of the Lord that it was time to sell their house. So they sold their house. And um, on Friday night of that week, they were having a going away party. And even at the party, I said, listen, there's something going on here because in one week, three mentors have left my life. And uh, so I knew, I've been around the Lord long enough to know that if that type of thing happens, something's going on. God's doing something. God, I know how God plays on some things and it's, he does things like this. So I was paying attention, listening, so we're like, what's going to happen? When's the next, the other shoe going to drop? I'm waiting for it. Well, the following week, Brother Vince, he invites me up to his house because uh, he was still fixing up some things around the house before closing the following Tuesday. So that Friday, uh, he invited me up and uh, just to have breakfast, hang out for a few hours. And so <clears throat> uh, we booked eight to, eight to noon. We were going to be together. 
Well, it's 7.30, I'm in my driveway getting ready to head up to his house and I pick up my phone and uh, before I go, I figure I'm gonna listen to an Andrew Womack podcast, you know, just spend some time, you know, since I'm driving for a half hour, might as well get some good teaching in, right? And I love Andrew Womack's teaching. So uh, I was looking at the list and there was episode one through nine and the Lord said, episode seven. I was like, okay, I click on seven. Not really thinking, he was very specific right in that moment. And I'm like, okay, so I just clicked on it. I turn it on, off I go. Go up to my brother's house and we have a great time sitting and talking and having breakfast together. And then at one moment, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who all of a sudden hears something from the Lord, sometimes they'll tilt their head sideways, like or like when a dog hears a sound, they tilt their head like this so they can hear better. All of a sudden my brother, goes like this and he goes, Joseph, I feel strongly compelled to tell you this. He said, in this next season or this next chapter of your life, he said, I really believe you are supposed to gather maybe 15 to 20 people who you could coach on a weekly or biweekly basis. And he said, I have more than enough people right now who are more than happy to pay me to meet with them and uh, because I, I'm able to speak into their lives. But he said, their lives are changed, Joseph. And he said, the reason their lives are changed, he said, because when I'm coaching people, he said, I am in my zone of genius. And I agree with that. But he also said, Joe, he said, this is your zone of genius as well. He said, when you are sitting talking to people, you have the ability to hear from God and speak into their lives to help them get their lives on track. And he said, I really believe that you need to consider this in this next phase of your life. And I'm sitting back on the couch, just smiling and listening to him, but thinking, and I didn't say this, but I was just thinking, that's all good and fine, but what are you talking about a next chapter? I like, I'm kind of clueless here. Would you let me, you know, I didn't ask him, but I'm, I didn't know what he was talking about next chapter. So then as soon as, uh, as soon as he finishes telling me that his phone rings, and his wife, Marianne, is calling from Florida saying, hey, honey, uh, my mom went into AFib last night and I'm going to have to fly to Pennsylvania. I can't come home. You're going to have to finish the to-do list. So Vince is like, Joe, we got to shut this time down. I'm sorry. And he said, why don't we play one more song before you go? And so we, we go in and play a song that we had written like 40 years ago. It's called Today Was Like a Rainbow. It was a beautiful song. Uh, maybe you should record that someday. We'll see. <clears throat> but um, anyway, so... I'm, uh, you know, we play the song together, sing it together, and then say our goodbyes, and then off I go. I say goodbye, and I'm driving down the road. Well, first thought is, I think I'd like to get a Starbucks, you know, I like a chai tea latte, right? Water, uh, waterless chai, right? Anyway, so I pull up to Starbucks, and the outside line is real long, so I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go inside. So I walk inside, okay? Here's where you need to fasten your seatbelts, right? So I walk inside and I'm standing in line waiting to order. And all of a sudden I hear the Lord speak to me and he says this. He said, son, you have not received a raise in 10 years. I'm like, well, I knew that. And he said, you're not getting another one as long as you're pastoring. I'm like, wow, that's pretty strong words right there. And then he said, son, why don't you step aside? Now, the first thing you want to do in a situation like that is test what voice are you listening to? 
because you know there are many voices out there but the bible says that uh any spirit that is from god or any spirit that's not from god cannot admit that jesus christ has come in the flesh so i just said to that voice speaking to me i said has jesus christ come in the flesh and he said jesus christ has come in the flesh i'm like wow Okay, so now that's a lot to process right there. What's going on in my life? What is God doing? And could this be real? Could this, I mean, obviously, if the scripture says, let every matter be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. So God has to confirm that this was him, right? That it was actually him speaking, even though I really believe, you know, in testing that voice, yeah, it was it was God. But, but I still have to, uh, the scripture, stick with the scripture. Because the scripture says, let every matter be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. So then <clears throat> I'm, um, I'm wondering, pondering this, you know, is this real? And then I uh, decide instead of going home, because it was my day off, I, instead of going home, I'm going to go over to the office because there was nobody over there. So I just go in the back room. I have a wipe off board up on the wall back there and just pray in the spirit. So I'm just praying in tongues back there. And uh, while I'm praying, I just write down these things on the board, on the wipe-off board. I write, no raise in 10 years, not getting another one as long as you're pastoring. Why don't you step aside, right? And um, so anyway, uh, I think I missed a step. I missed something. After I was standing there in line and the Holy Spirit had said, why don't you step aside? The next thing that happened, let me back up to say this. Um, what happened was I heard a song come over the, over the sound system. And it was this song, Killing Me Softly, with his song, the old Roberta Flack song, but it was a newer version of it. And the words of that song, I now I know what the song is written about. Uh, it was a young girl who was trying to break into the music industry and she uh, was having a really hard time. And she went to hear a guy named Don McLean. You might remember American Pie, bye bye Miss American Pie. Uh, the song Vincent, a couple other great songs. Well, this girl went to hear him sing. And here he was just standing up there playing his guitar and singing. And the words of the song you might remember are, I, I heard he had a good song. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style. And so I came to see him to listen for a while. And there he was, this young boy, a stranger to my eyes, strumming my pain with his fingers and singing my life with his words killing me softly with his song, killing me softly, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly with his song. And then it says, he sang as if he knew me in all my dark despair. And then he looked right through me as if I wasn't there. And he just kept on singing clear and strong, strumming my pain. The next verse says, I felt all flushed with fever, embarrassed by the crowd as if he found my letters and read each one out loud. I prayed that he would finish, but he just kept right on strumming my pain with his fingers. So here, this girl was having almost a religious experience listening to this guy play guitar and sing. And while I'm standing there waiting for, you know, waiting for my chai at the Starbucks, the Lord says, son, if that can happen, and it's not even a Christian situation, he said, how much more with you, with the gift I've placed on you, and you baptized with my Holy Spirit? He said, the gift I've placed in you, or is, in you is required. 
And he said, there's many out there who need what I've placed in you. And then he said, I'm going to hold you accountable. So I'm like, wow. So that's when I left, went home and, uh, or I was going to go home. I stopped over at the office and I just started praying in the spirit back in my back office. And I wrote these things on the board, um, in the back office there, you know, no raise in 10 years, not getting another one while you're pastoring. Um, uh, why don't you step aside? And then I wrote down killing me softly, right? Uh, and then I wrote, call Danny and ask him out for coffee. My son-in-law, Danny, um, but I tell you, him and Natalie have been serving at the church now for years. And over the last three or three months or so, maybe four, I've, I've seen the spirit of God drop on him as he starts, even he's just given the announcements and all of a sudden he starts teaching and it is so powerful. And the Lord said, he's pointing to this anointing for a reason. He's showing me that his anointing is falling on Danny for this next phase of family life. Um, also, when I was out in California a couple weeks ago at a songwriter's retreat that my son invited me to, to be at, my son Mark got up and gave an announcement to all these other songwriters. He said, listen, guys, make sure you get some time alone with my dad so he can pray for you and minister to you. So this young girl named Callie, she goes, hey, Joe, can we hang out this afternoon? I said, sure. So we were sitting out in front of the cafeteria up at this Christian camp. And I said, are you baptized with the Holy Spirit? She goes, I don't know. I said, well, do you speak in tongues? And she goes, yeah. I said, well, you're baptized with the Holy Spirit then. She goes, okay. She goes, well, this group, this couple came down from Bethel and started started uh, teaching us about getting words from God. And so she said, me and my roommate have just been practicing on each other. And, and I said, well, prophesy to me. And so she started praying. And uh, then she started getting some words from God that I thought were very accurate. I thought, this is really great. And then I just went on and started ministering to her, her some more and talking and praying with her. And then she goes, wait a second. I said, she said, I believe the Lord's showing me something. She said, I see you with a yellow construction hat on. She's like, Lord, really? And the Lord said, tell him, a yellow construction hat. She said, then I see you building foundations and I see you building bridges. She said, the thing about it though, is whenever you build a foundation, you never build the building, just the foundation. So that really spoke to me. That was a pretty powerful word because here at Family Life, we have a wonderful church. <laughs> I mean, I really, really love our church. I love the people. Uh, the people love each other. The people love the word of God. Uh, the people are hungry for the word of God. The people want the movement of the Holy Spirit in our midst, you know? It's, I love our church, I, I think. But really, it's just the foundation so far. For me, I don't have any future vision for the church. For me, it's a blank slate. I don't, I can't see anything for the future of family life other than what's always been our motto is to empower you to fulfill your highest calling in Christ. And I, if you know me, I think you know that that burns in my heart. I have a passion to see people um, fulfill the call of God on their life, to find out what the, what the call is and I want to equip them and empower them to do it. So that really does burn in my heart. And I love the people. Boy, I love the people of our church. I'm just so blessed, really. I really, honestly. And I feel loved by them, you know? So in the natural, it's kind of like, well, why would you make any changes here? Because God's speaking. 
And so God is speaking. So I was writing on that bulletin board back in the office and I wrote, I have no future vision for family life. And then I wrote, I don't like nor want my office. I don't like nor want this building. I actually don't like nor want any new building. I'm like, God, what's going on here? I started, I'm, boy, because I'm really in my heart, I'm going through it right at this point. I said, Lord, what, what's happening? What are you doing? And I just started praying in the spirits more. I laid down on the couch. I laid down on the couch back in that office and was praying some more. And then I just turned my phone back on uh, to listen to, um, to listen to some more of that Andrew Womack podcast. As soon as I turned it on, Andrew says, you know, I used to pastor a church down in Seagullville, Texas. And he said, people would come to me and say, you should leave this church. And he said, listen, I'm going to be here till I die. This will be my life's work. You know, in other words, Andrew had his faithfulness in place. He was sold on staying. He said, I'm going to be here till I die. In other words, I'm not moving till God says go. Well, that was the same thing with me. I tell you for sure, I haven't been willing to do anything. My, some of my kids in, uh, came to me a couple months ago, said, Dad, we'd like to move away in a couple years, you know, to such and such a place. Are any interest in, in me in going with us? And I said, absolutely not. I know I'm called here and I can't move. I'm not going to move, not willing to move. And, uh, but now God has spoken. He said, step aside, or why don't you step aside? So, um, anyway, I wrote these things down on the board and I was listening to that, all of a sudden started listening to that podcast again. Andrew said, I used to pastor this church and, and, uh, and he wasn't willing to move. But then he said, one day he was praying and then he looked out the window and he goes, this has got to be the ugliest place on the planet. And, uh, and right away the Lord spoke to him and said, you have to be out of your house by November 1st. Well, he drove home and when he got home, the landlord had put out a for sale sign in front of his house. He walks inside and Jamie says, honey, we have to be out of the house by November 1st. Well, there's a confirmation. So he said he ended up leaving the church and he started Andrew Womack Ministries. Now, I don't know if you know anything about Andrew Womack's ministries, but I am a big fan. Definitely a big fan of his teaching and of Karis Bible College and what he's doing. It's wonderful. I highly recommend it. Um, but, uh, you know, he right now is able to reach around 2 billion people per day with his broadcast. Now, that's significant compared to a small church. Now, I don't have anything against small churches, right? I love them. But God's speaking to me that I, he has another assignment for me. A couple weeks ago, Danny, my son-in-law, Danny Hockstetter, he preached a message and uh, it was about, you know, bigger or better. You know, you give God a dime, he'll give you a dollar. So what was it that you were holding on to that God wants you to give up so he can trade it for something bigger or better? And so at the end, he had us all pray. What is, what's your dime that you're holding on to? So I prayed and I said, Lord, and I was running part, you know, in the back running the camera a little bit. And my heart was wide open. I said, Lord, what is this? Uh, what is it that 
that uh, you're trying to, uh, what, do you, what is it you want me to trade in? And right away he said, family life. I, I was blown away. I mean, I don't know why it was so, so surprised, but I'm telling you, it hit me. And so I had to get right up on the camera right away and, and say what, uh, what God, and not say what God has spoken to me, but you know, tell the people, hey, listen, God just spoke to me. And I said, I wanna meet with people individually. If you consider yourself a member of Family Life, I wanna meet with you. And so I've been, I've been doing that. I've been meeting with people individually in small groups, letting them know what I'm telling you here. But now I wanna make this public, all right? So I'm letting people know that uh, my time at Family Life is coming to, uh, to an end. And um, uh, I'm gonna have to pass the baton over. And God's got great plans for me and he's got great plans for the church. And um, he showed me a picture of JBM and Family Life, but it was like two plants in one pot. And he showed me, I have to take those two plants and separate the roots and put them in two separate pots. So that he said, they're both ready to flourish. Family Life's ready to flourish. JBM's ready to flourish, but they're gonna hinder each other's growth if they stay close to each other. So, that's what's going on, my friends. And I will tell you that I'm excited, but I'm also, um, I also know in my heart that God has put me in people's hearts in a special place as a pastor. And so I wanna pray for people and I wanna pray for you, uh, even right now. Because um, God told me, he said, I'll speak to each one, I'll minister to them. So, and I, but I, I'm gonna ask you to pray for me as well. So Father God, I pray for my friend who's watching right now and I ask you to minister to them about this change, what this change is gonna look like, how it's gonna affect them and also what you want them to do. And Lord, I ask you to minister to them, make it clear to them, help them to see the glory and the blessings that are coming with the new, the new chapter at Family Life. Help them to see it and help them to pray for me as I ask you to minister to them and encourage them to pray for me as well and JBM and what's gonna be happening there. Lord, we love you. And Lord, our times are in your hands. And Lord, I know I'm determined to follow you and to obey you, Lord. And I've asked also for my friend, Lord, that you would help them to be absolutely determined to walk in faith and to follow you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you for this in Jesus' name, amen. Friends, thank you so much for listening. And uh, obviously, I wish I could have told you this in person, but um, God told me three things. He said, tell the people, separate JBM and family life. And then he said, go on vacation. He said, when you go on vacation, I'm gonna to talk to you about your future assignment. So I know I have a future assignment with the Lord and I'm gonna step into it. All right, be praying for me. I'm praying for you. And I'm also trusting God for absolute blessings in your life. All right. I love you. God bless. Bye-bye. Well, friends, there you have it. I hope that message was encouraging for you. So far in the last year, I've been working on two books. And hopefully those will be released within the next few months. And I think you're really going to be excited about them. I also have been working on some new music, which will also be released. That's all coming up. 
But uh, listen, if you're interested in supporting the ministry, I look forward to having you partner with me. It's what I'm called to do. And God told me that I couldn't do this on my own. I had to have partners. So I'm asking you, would you be interested in partnering with me? Would you be interested in praying for me and supporting the ministry financially? It's quite a blessing to be partners in the gospel. So join me if you'd like. Go to josephbarlow.com. All right, my friends. God bless you. We're getting this podcast going again, and we're excited about it. Got a lot of really good things coming up. So be blessed, my friend. Tune in next time and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give us a thumbs up or a five-star review. 